0: You're tuning in to episode 134, recorded December 3rd, 2014. Welcome, RNFM Radio listeners. We, of course, are hanging out on the Pulse of Nursing, and we appreciate you tuning in with us today. The guest is going to be awesome today, so much value, and like we always say, you're tuning in to the latest news, trends, and hot topics with the leaders and thought-provokers. In our industry, and in today's guest, this is going to be her third time on the show, and I just sit back, relax, enjoy the show today, or wherever you are, maybe you're in your car, but this is going to be so much value. And speaking of in your car, again, rnfmradio.com, find out more about us and how to actually listen to our podcast on the go. Just click on that podcast button on rnfmradio.com, and it'll let you know how you can actually do this on your iOS device, Android, or Windows phone. Now, of course, every social media platform, find us at RNFM radio and use that hashtag RNFM radio for any questions, comments, and feedback. And speaking of feedback, please go over to iTunes if you would and leave us an honest rating and review. So if you go to iTunes and under podcast, do a search RNFM radio. Please, again, we really appreciate all of that. And of course, maybe some of you will be lucky enough to get your rating and review read on one of our podcasts. So again, Really appreciate all of you out there. And I want to welcome my wonderful and awesome Rockstar co-host, Keith Carlson. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Well, thanks, Kevin. It's great to be back at RNFM Radio after the Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you all had a wonderful holiday. And we're excited to have one of our guests coming back to us for, we believe it's the third time. It's Barbara Dossi, who's one of my personal heroes. She's here in Santa Fe, but we're talking across town uh, she's at her home and I'm at my home office. And Barbie is a PhD RN, FAAN, HWNC-BC. She's got a long list of credentials after her name. And she is an internationally recognized integrative holistic nursing pioneer, a nurse theorist, which is the theory of integral nursing, and Florence Nightingale scholar. She's co-director of the International Nurse Coach Association, also known as INCA. She's also core faculty of the Integrative Nurse Coach Certificate Program in Miami, Florida. She's the international co-director of the Nightingale Initiative for Global Health and director of holistic Holistic Nursing Consultants in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Barbie has authored or co-authored 24 books, including Holistic Nursing, A Handbook for Practice, the 6th edition, The Art and Science of Nurse Coaching, Florence Nightingale, Mystic, Visionary, and Healer, Compassionate Care of the Dying, and a number of other books. Her latest book is Nurse Coaching, Integrative Approaches for Health and Well-Being, and we'll be touching broadly on that book during this particular show. Barbara is a 10-time recipient of the prestigious American Journal of Nursing Book of the Year Award and many other awards as well. You can find her at dossydossy.com, that's D-O-S-S-E-Y, dossydossy.com, a website she shares with her wonderful husband, Larry. So, Barbara Dossy, welcome back to RNFM Radio. <laughs>
2: It is a treat for me to be here with you and Kevin, and I also want to say y'all are my heroes for starting this uh, just amazing RMFN radio show, really looking at the pulse of nursing and what is going on. Y'all are helping us raise our voice in so many different arenas. Well, I think that's
0: the idea, isn't it, Keith? I mean, we definitely want to extend (laughs) the reach for all the nurses. I mean, we have some ultra-savvy nurses on this show, and we have a lot of ultra-savvy nurses out there in the community. And this is just a way, as you said, to amplify your voice to really get those messages out.
1: That's Absolutely. right. Yeah. And thank you, Barbie. And, you know, it's nice to know that you you are aware of what we do and you appreciate it and a lot of other people do. And We really appreciate what you're doing for so many nurses all over the world, really. It's not just limited to the United States. However, we are focusing today on what you're doing here and what you're doing for nurse coaches through INCA. But actually, INCA, the International Nurse Coach Association, is just that. It's an international organization, and you can find them all over the Internet. So we're very excited to talk with you about how nurse coaching is exploding right now, and you are on the <laughs> forefront, along with several other people who will talk about. So, what's what's really new in your world right now? Because I know there's always something new in the world of Barbara Dossi.
2: <laughs> uh, lots of go- lots going on. I think the the thing that I am um, uh, so deeply passionate about is that we have a conversation going now among nurses uh, who really truly are seeing the vital role that they play as change agents. And the conversation is shifting. We're speaking about health span of individuals. We're not focusing just on, you know, the length of life. And so in order for us to really accomplish um, our mission as nurses, we have to begin to uh, raise our voices as we just spoke about. And one of the taglines on uh, a lot of my work is healthy people living on a healthy planet, local to global. So that's what, you know, truly excites me
0: well and i actually want to say what excites me is what you just said about being a change agent we've said it often here on rnfm i just love that term i don't think we can use it too much because i do feel and i think you know we all might agree is that nurses are typically feeling disempowered in their careers and where they are and we want them to feel empowered we do want them to feel like they can be change agents and it can start within it can start with them and then they can just exude this change that they want whatever change that is And hopefully it can be infectious. So again, I just, I love that term. Right.
2: And I think another uh, term that we can also place with that too is being an authentic advocate. And what I'm referring to here, and this is where the coaching comes in, is that um, as we uh, deepen and strengthen our actions, where we really focus on helping people raise to, um, to walk in the world and to align themselves with their core beliefs and values and behaviors, then this is what raises them up to look at their possibilities and not to just be, you know, in the quagmire of, of suffering and just, you know, over overwhelmed.
1: Mm. Well, taking that into consideration, then if nurses really want to help people live, healthily on a healthy planet and be authentic advocates. Where in your world, in your worldview, does nurse coaching come in? How does nurse coaching contribute to that movement?
2: Well, that is a very big question. Um, I think one of the first things that might be useful, what if we just define nurse coach? because we have a lot of um, amazing people that will be listening to the program with us. And uh, so I think if we just kind of set some, what, just basic uh, descriptions would be helpful. So I believe that nurses have been coaching for a very long time. We've been coaching forever. This new movement, however, brings in a new knowledge set and a new skill set to strengthen and deepen whatever it is that we're doing. So if we say, if I describe myself as a nurse coach, what you will know about me then is that I'm integrating coaching competencies and I'm taking those into whatever setting that I'm working in. And uh, as I do that, then I am working with those people to help facilitate that process of change or helping them really realize uh, their potential. And a key piece in being a nurse coach is that I don't have to fix anything. And we as nurses, you know, I've, I can't believe that I'm going into my 50th year in nursing. And along the way, it's always been about fixing. And this is what just absolutely overwhelms people because there is so much to fix. But what we do with nurse coaching is we use this very uh you know, powerful and purposeful in its results oriented skill set, we're, uh, we're helping that client really tap into his or her own wisdom, his or her own, own skills to go into creating the new possibilities for themselves.
0: Wow. I love that idea of that. What you just said about the whole notion of fixing, because we always feel like we have to fix something or something is always broken, but you're so right. Right. Part of that authenticity and really kind of growing that connection is to really kind of dive a little bit deeper into someone's potential. So instead of saying that there's, you know, this is all broken or it needs to be fixed, there are there is some potential there for growth. And it's a really it it just seems really collaborative from a nurse coaching standpoint.
2: Right. You know, another thing, too, is we're talking about this, that I'm quite aware of all these different terms that we're talking about. Are we a holistic nurse coach? Are we an integral nurse coach? Are we a integrative nurse coach? And we can look at the definitions of, you know, nurses practicing and calling themselves that they're engaged in holistic nursing, integral nursing, integrative nursing, and all of, you know, these terms are being thrown around. And I think that's another thing. Let's just kind of look at some definitions there too. I think that holistic nursing, and as you know, it has been uh, very well developed and articulated by the American Holistic Nurses Association that began in the early eighties. And um, that, and, and, we can describe that as really healing the whole person that has it as the goal, and where we try to promote and optimize health and uh, wellness. And then, if we look at the integral nursing, uh, some of the listeners, and y'all certainly have heard me speak about, I have taken this into the theory of integral nursing. It's also part of the integrative uh, nurse coaching program that I am. But this is where we really begin to look at uh, people, how they embrace, and transcend and look at their own interior way of being, how they come together with a collective we, and what are those external behaviors and patterns where they live their life and also work in uh, different kinds of settings. Now, integrative also is being uh, you know, described around, and again, this is whole person system approach. All three of these have the relationship-centered care. And we also notice that uh, people and and we as the nurse too, we're not separate from the environment. So we're looking at body, mind, spirit, cultural, environment and all of these pieces. And we're in whatever you want to tag it, they're all working from the same philosophies and theories and ethics. And we're integrating traditional treatment protocols, then with our integrative modalities, uh, our complementary alternative. And so that is our challenge. Whatever area we're working in, and the reason I bring this up is that another term that is on the table is interprofessional collaboration. And we, as nurse coaches, this is a key area where we are truly going to interface. And we have to understand these terms so we can have an impact and know how to pull all of these pieces together.
0: I'm actually just nodding my head right now. I mean, you're hitting on so many great points here. And, you know, what I wanted to go back to is that, again, when you're talking about the whole person, the whole approach there, the whole system in itself, we hear all the time about, well, we're throwing medication at these symptoms, but the body is very capable of doing a lot of healing on its own, and it can be very integrated, very collaborative, you know, with medication. And then as we dive deeper into the whole person, how can the person themselves start healing? So rather than looking at it from a fixing standpoint, coaches can definitely heal that and and nurture those you know those positive instances where where somebody is trying to break out, they are trying to make change, they are trying to affect something positive in their lives.
2: Right, uh, Kevin, that's really great. I'd like to bounce off of that. One of the things that we have uh, in our work in the International Nurse Coach Association of uh, trying to really define what is this body of uh, integrative nurse coaching is one of the key components we have. is a part of our tool. It's called listening with heart, and that H E A R T, the the word heart in caps, and that H stands for healing. The E is energy. A is awareness. And the R is resiliency and transformation. So when you look at the person who inhabits, it's called embodied knowing. (laughs) When we begin to coach with somebody and we, we recognize this, that this person sits with us and it's an embodied knowing. They know their body, their mind, their spirit and their soul more than we do what we do is we help facilitate that and so i would like to, to just you know stay with these words a little bit because this is what happens in our coaching process, is that person brings their healing with them. And healing really is an emergent process. It's a, you know bringing their whole person into this, into this moment in time. And so as we sit there as the, the nurse coach, we recognize that we can help them tap into their inner knowing, maybe something that they're not aware of as they tell their story, and helping them begin to find uh, the importance of what it is that they're staying in their story and how they value it. And if we look at energy, then we're energy beings and people, you know, just say, oh, that's a new age term. Well, excuse me. <laughs> you know we have a heartbeat you know what is that it's energy we take a breath what is that is energy so energy is really this state and it's our process of how we unfold and unfold and we become aware of that dynamic experience of how we live and inhabit our body and it's this energy field where we begin to recognize and when we increase our internal and external awareness This is what helps us then find um, the the kind of direction that we might need to take to become more aware of the awareness and choices that will help us move through how we want to change. And then we use the word awareness. And this is, yes, it's in a lot of coaching, but specifically for us and, uh, and our work in awareness is it is a real mindful awareness. How can each of us learn to be aware, increase our skills of really being in the present moment. So when I am working from present moment, I have the ability to really increase um, my capacities to touch into um, uh, my strengths, uh, to help me really look at what can I choose right now to bring more balance, more harmony, and really help me then if I'm working with a coach or even heck with, you know, working with myself, what are my goals that can help me move forward? And what are those, you know, behavioral changes that I really want to see? And this is really something coming into um, mindful eating. I've already been to two gatherings since Thanksgiving and oh my gosh, the food is absolutely gorgeous at both of these gatherings. And the, the, the urge is, oh my gosh, want to taste everything. And then just to back off with that mindful eating and to taste just a few things and not eat all the time. (laughs) Uh, Resiliency. This is another key thing that happens, uh, uh, you know, in our coaching is we're all, as human beings, we're so resilient. So if we consider this as a positive trait, that we are resilient, how can we then move through uh, creating physical resistance and uh, I I said resistance, resilience and uh, mental resilience, also bringing in their emotional resilience and also our spiritual resistance. Why am I saying resistance? Isn't that interesting? Your
1: Freudian slip is showing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Resilience, and this is the kind of stuff that does happen in coaching. So as we're there with kind of resiliency, uh, so let me say, what would be a coaching that I can coach myself on right now? Uh, I would say, um, I might ask, what is work for you in challenging times? And so there I'm trying to pull up what has helped that person through some of these resistances. And I might even ask a coaching question. Tell me about a time when you had some success in dealing with a challenge before. Mm -hmm. So does that make sense of what I'm saying there? And so because resistance is there. and then, But again, these questions are open-ended, and it's helping that person to begin to look at. And this is what I love about resiliency, when we can begin to look at the big piece of that and look at the physical, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. This is just it keeps us going, and it drops people into their story. And then that the T, the transformation in that heart, uh, is um, this this uh, experience that happens of we're always changing, and we are in that process of continual changing. And it's the evolving of ourselves to truly move into a reflective space where we touch into uh, our meaning, our beliefs, and our values, and and our purpose. What is it that we need to be doing? Not need, but what is it that will really help us live and to be in uh, the present moment? As we know in so many of the um, meditative disciplines, they say present moment is the only moment.
0: I would agree. And I am enjoying this moment right now, Barbie. I mean, I'm getting chills. And I think, you know, Keith, you could probably speak to this better than I can, much more articulate in the sense of when we when we talk about because, Barbie, you talked about putting presenting it in a way of what has helped you through a very challenging time. And I think as individuals, when we feel inundated by the mire in that we lose sight of those small wins that we have had and whether it be a friendship or some sort of relationship or just something, a, a song or something that just kind of
1: got us through that right. tough time. I think we just lose track right. of that. Right. That's true. And that's something that coaches can be very skilled at redirecting the client towards those watermarks in their lives where they actually were resilient. Right, Barbie?
2: Right. Uh, I think that's great. And and you just said redirecting. I think this would be another piece that would help also inform our listeners is uh, nurses are very uh, geared to integrating uh, the nursing process. And we know what those six, six steps are, the assessment, the diagnosis the uh, identifying the goals the planning and the implementation and then the um what's the last one oh, of course evaluation and what we do in the nurse coach process is we take that same the nursing process but you begin to shift the language and in doing this this is where so for assessment We are assessing. We never lose our expert hat, but when we're going to the coaching process, we're able to really deep take a deeper dive into that relationship and identify the readiness for change where that client is. And then as we begin to – we don't diagnose in uh, nurse coaching when we're in that coaching process – what we're doing then is we rephrase that and we identify the opportunities. We look at the issues and we also really look at the concerns that person has. And as they're moving toward, you know, what kind of outcomes, this is where we help the person establish their goals. Uh, what we know in nursing is we have people, patients and clients follow nurse goals, physician goals, PT goals, OT goals. What are their goals? And we, Uh, this is what we do in coaching. We do a very good job with this. Uh, Then looking at the planning, uh, people uh, want to move very fast. They want all these changes to happen yesterday. And we know from, again, the the competencies within coaching is it's how do we really work to help the person identify What, how to plan, and then it is in when that planning is really done slowly and and carefully and creatively. This is then what allows that client when he or she is implementing those changes to stay with a plan and to stick to it and be creative if it's not working. And then the evaluation is again. Uh, the nurse coach working with that client to truly see what he or she believes uh, has happened and where they are in their outcome. Mm.
1: Well, that's great, Barbie. And that's really sort of the, we're unpacking, if you will, the theoretical basis of coaching and nurse coaching. And that's great for our client, our listeners to hear. It's good for our clients to hear too. Right. Um, and now your new book, Nurse Coaching Integrative Approaches for Health and Well-Being, you, you're the main author, and you co-authored it with Susan Luck and Bonnie Julino Schaub. Uh-huh, correct. And I believe this is the first textbook, is that true, that, um, that really puts all of this into right. one place?
2: Is that the case? <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Um, and Kevin, I know you're there and supporting this too. Uh, it is, uh, we are absolutely passionate about it. And let me tell you how the book uh, began to have its life. Um, and also, let me say something very exciting happened. Oh, my goodness. In late October, the ABSNC announced the official recognition of the accreditation of the American Holistic Nurse Credentialing Corporation. And for the listener, the ABSNC, they're the only accrediting body specifically for nurse COACH certification right now and also for nursing certification. And by the way, the ABSNC stands for the accreditation board uh, for specialties and nursing certification.
1: Mm.
2: Why this is so exciting is, as I said, it's the only accrediting body. They're the ones that also accredit the ANCC, the American Nurse Credentialing Corporation. And so this, you know, going through this very deep peer review uh, uh you know, process is extremely important. And uh, this is one of the reasons that we are uh, very focused on looking at nurse coach uh, certification and nurses getting in, you know, receiving a coaching sort of certif- nurse coach certification. And we will speak a little bit to that uh, in, 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 in a bit. Uh, But I think that uh, one of the things that is important at this particular time is for nurses to... um, Nurse coaching puts the life back in nursing. What can I say? It is a way of us using all of our knowledge, integrating it, and then learning these beautiful new skills that we already know, but we've forgotten about, such as the power of the pause. What does it mean to be in the present moment where we consciously and compassionately are there with another? How do we learn to be still and quiet for two, you know, just a couple of minutes to really listen to that story? What does deep listening mean? Uh, How can we as a nurse be with not knowing and one of the The challenges in nursing is most people want an answer now. And often the questions that will lead to the life changes have to do with a nurse holding that sacred space with another and listening and also be willing to be free of any fixed ideas. And what I mean by that is to be willing to say when a person says, you know, I want this to happen, and then to be able to ask a deeper question uh, and, you know, really delving in and just saying, you know, what are you really hoping for uh, in this particular situation? And those are the kinds of questions that most people are not asked. And so when we do this work with intention, there there's just this deep conscious awareness Of of when we're in a present moment, we facilitate healing. And I I just, you know, really describe this and we see many people in the literature describing it is it's just truly, you know, it's an act of unconditional love. Um, And it, it is very, very powerful. So about the book, and that's where I was going with that, wasn't it? I got kind of carried away there, didn't I? It's quite <laughs> right. okay.
0: I'm literally, I, I think part, oh, part of this man. interview, I've got my eyes closed. I'm just absorbing everything. The value oh. here already, Barbie, that you're just sharing with the community is just amazing. I'm loving it. I'm loving it.
2: Well, I, I'm just so excited about this. You know, as I said, I've been in nursing 50 years. Uh, my background, critical care, cardiovascular, it's always that you know, how do you do this differential diagnosis? How do you, you know, do all the outcomes? But it's nursing, it's physician, it's not for the client. And to now to be able to switch and to bridge. And we know that we have people that have um, tremendous health challenges. And with what we know about environmental risk and our food risk, And uh, the stress in the environment uh, and in life in general, uh, this is where nurse coaching can really come around to really uh, bring about a a deeper place of knowing. So I think uh, with the nurse coaching book, where I was going with that is – Uh, In actually in about 2008, my colleague Susan Luck, Bonnie Schaub and I began to ask those questions. Uh, What's going on with this nurse coaching? If we think we're doing this as nurses, um, why don't we see nurses at the table? You know, these big Conferences. The big, the biggest one that happens is the Harvard Coaching Conference, and the, and you know we've been to two or three of those, and there are no nurses presenting. There are no nurses on planning committees or plenary sessions, mm-hmm. and we go, well, you know, where is nurses' voice? And so we are perceived as always being there, working for physicians uh, behind the scenes, uh, doing their orders, uh, which is only one small aspect of what we're doing, and uh, then this bigger piece. And so we began to ask that question. And then this led uh, to um, getting together with uh, three other colleagues. And Linda Bark has been on your program several times and then Darlene Hess and Mary Elaine Southard. I imagine that all of those have probably been on the program. Uh, But anyway, we began to um, ask the question of what is nurse coaching? How do you define it? Uh, Why don't we see more nurse organizations really focusing on this? And so a earlier program that I was on with both of you was uh, our work that came together. And again, it was Darlene Hess and uh, Mary Lane Southard, Susan Luck, Bonnie Shelb, and uh, Linda Bark, and myself, and we uh, began in 2009, and then in 2013, we published The Art and Science of Nurse Coaching, and the subtitle of that was The Providers' Guide to Coaching Scope and Competencies. This was a very small book just to lay the foundation and to identify basic terms and to identify uh, basic coaching competencies. So uh, from that book that was published in 2013, uh, then Susan and Bonnie and I had been uh, with our coaching program uh, since 2010, developing curriculum and protocol. And we were always moving toward a a bigger, deeper uh, book that would really guide the practice. So, yes, uh, the title of that book is Nurse Coaching, Integrative Approaches for Health and Well-Being. It is published by um, uh, the International Nurse Coach Association, and it can be found on uh, Amazon.com or uh, create space. And yes, it is the first comprehensive nurse coach uh, textbook. So really encourage the reader to, um, you know, go to um, look at the book and, uh, you know, get uh Um, get a copy of it. Uh, The book is uh, very deep. It's very rich. We have, um, through the process of the first book that I talked about, The Art and Science of Nurse Coaching, from that we were able to identify with a peer review committee and an advisory committee, the core values as seen through a group of um, uh, nurses who were involved in coaching, the core values. So the core value one is nurse coach philosophy, theory, and ethics. Then the core value two is the nurse coaching process. And then the uh, third uh, core value is um, identified as nurse, uh, let me see, nurse coach communication and then coaching environment. And then the fourth um, core value is um nurse coaching education and research and leadership, which is absolutely key. And we can come back to that. And then the core value five is the nurse coach self-development. And a piece of this nurse coach self-development that is very important is most people just talk about self-care. What we develop in the book under that core value of nurse coach self-development are four areas, the self-reflection, the self-assessment, the self-evaluation, and the self-care. So it is all of those, and this is what moves us into that flow process. And the, the key thing about engaging in nurse coaching is that there it is a parallel process. The nurse coach can only work with a client depending on how far he or she is going in their own life and doing their own work. And the reason this is so important is one of the things that happens is once you enter into this process of facilitating with another and you are authentic and you ask a question that is open-ended and it allows the time for a person to really be reflective. And what often will come up and this is where change begins to happen is a person taps into a place where they are vulnerable. And it is this, this vulnerability. A lot of people don't like to talk about vulnerability, but I think it is extremely important. We're all vulnerable and this is where nurses have just been so overwhelmed. We do not tap into that part of ourself. That's in need of healing. And we can say that, um, uh, Vulnerability is it's it's transitory. It it is when we really begin to look at um, something that is not working in our life. And it's it's you know I, I see vulnerability. It really is a bridge. Uh, it's a bridge where we can really begin to identify in any given moment what's working and what's not working. And so when we become aware of how we react to being vulnerable then this is where we, and we use the term Mm response-able, we can respond and we choose in a different way to lead us toward um, health and healing.
1: Well, Barbie, this book really does encompass all that you're saying and much, much more. It's almost 600 pages. Uh And I noticed when reading through it over the last few days that it, it also includes case studies. It gives a lot of appendices and information for a nurse who is a coach like myself or one right. who might want to be. So my assumption is that for a nurse out there among our listeners who is thinking about heading into this particular area as a specialty or maybe a side project uh-huh. in addition to their regular nursing work at the bedside, this book would actually be a worthwhile investment in researching what nurse coaching is all about and give them a grounding, even for their own personal practice or their practice in nursing, and help them make a decision if coaching is possibly a way for them to head in their career. What do you, what do you think?
2: Yeah, of that? I think that, uh, thank you, That that's really excellent. Uh, if you remember in chapter one, there is a review of uh, the current nurse literature and also looking at... A, what's happened in in our nursing literature over the last 10 to 15 years to show what nurses have begun to do in coaching and then it's going to that next step so this is a great place to show all of the different places where nurses are using it in uh in acute care in chronic care in business in all arenas community schools wherever nurses work and um the thing that is important about this is that we know that we have a healthcare system that no longer works, <laughs> mm-hmm. and one of the big things that we're beginning to see we're seeing we're seeing things like um, uh, transition care, um, looking at um, uh, change care. There uh, we're looking at uh, different kinds of titles that are going along there, but the the key part here is that we have acute and chronic conditions. And people need to be, uh, not need, people right now to make those changes, to sustain these changes, this is where the coaching comes in. And a key place place here is I think it is important to know, sometimes nurses say, well, you know, is it counseling or or is it coaching? You know, what is the difference? And I think one of the differences that I would like to see too is that coaching is when we, work from strength base. Looking at counseling, that's when we go into old story, unlayer and unpack story and use counseling techniques. Now there is a little bit of that in coaching, but I think the key piece here is strengths. And so we can identify and we have a whole chapter in the book on um, on, on story and how to connect a story. But we can identify strengths as pre existing patterns. And these are pre existing patterns of our thoughts, of our feelings, and our behaviors. And one thing about these is we're identifying this. It becomes a strength if they are authentic and they give us energy and they help lead to potentials and possibilities. So, does that make sense?
0: Well, I was going to say it does. And I wanted to build on that as far as the possibilities are concerned, because when I'm get, I'd I mentioned off the air that I'm getting interviewed tomorrow uh, regarding some opportunities for nurses to kind of strike out on their own. And this is a great way to kind of, provide and build on what you're saying today, Barbie, and obviously, you know, promote your book as, as a text, oh, really a re- a reference. Uh-huh. Um, but right. I think that the, the curious piece is like, okay, well, we know that there's a need and we know that we can do this, but where are we doing it? Where can we provide these services? Are there agencies, are there organizations? Is there right. some buy-in?
2: Everywhere that nurses work right now, they need to have a conversation. For example, I just got an email about an hour ago from one of our graduates and she said, just want to let you know that I applied what we uh, were uh, challenged to do, talk to administrators in the clinic and hospital where we work or wherever it is that we work. She said, so I went to my hospital administrator and I went to my uh, VP of nursing. And both of them said that they were not interested in nurse coaching. And you said, well, please, uh, and and this nurse said, "Uh, please uh, stay open to this conversation. And I'm going to follow up with you in a month. She followed up in a month. And in one month time, both of these people who had not paid any attention to any of things coming across their desk on coaching said we want to hire you right now to get involved in our case management. And our graduates said, I would love to be involved in case management. I want to be involved, though, with a title. And I would like to develop my own uh, uh, job description about being a nurse coach in case management. And they said, well, we don't need you yet. And then, uh, pardon me, so that was like two weeks ago. She got an email this morning saying, come back, let's have the conversation about this nurse coaching and how can it help us. (laughs) So this is what's beginning to happen. And uh, we know that uh, all physicians are, they're overwhelmed with the the level of sickness. We know uh, the obesity rate Not only in adults, but what it's going to be in children, where we're going to be in uh, 2020 and 2030 about the increase of people that are going to be diabetics. We certainly know the parallel that goes along there with heart disease and and cancers and pulmonary disease and so forth. So... uh, Everywhere that a nurse works right now, nurse coaching can be taken in there. They can either do it as a nurse coach or integrate it within their role. So I think that one of the key pieces, Kevin, going back to that comment that you also made about nurse coaching, this is where we explore strengths and we really build this philosophical foundation of nurse coaching, one of the areas being in the new field of positive psychology, which was just you know begun in the in in the literature in you know the early uh, 2000s, but um, when when we speak about positive psychology, much of this literature looks at um, uh, past, present, and future practices. So in so for positive past the way that the literature uh, looks at this is they call elevating memories. So when you're coaching and you might ask a question, tell me something that really worked, tell me a positive memory as a child. Now, what if you're working with someone who is holding on to all of this hurt from being abused as a child? And you go, oh my gosh. Well, and all of a sudden they start telling you the story so this is where you as the nurse coach have to have that capacity to sit and be with a pain within this story. As that person is telling you this story, what keeps it from being counseling to be coaching? You will hear the pain and the suffering, but what you can do is you can engage that person of saying they got out of that situation, here they sit with you. What is it that allowed them to get out of that situation and to, to express some kind of satisfaction that they have a strength for surviving that? And another piece of that positive past is once you begin to get into it is then you begin to engage the person in practices uh, you know, around such things as gratitude and forgiveness because people build up a lifetime of hate when they have been hurt. And that's part of the healing that comes about uh, in coaching. And then looking at positive present, we've spoken quite a bit about this. This is how do we uh, help uh, Uh, And, you know, engage a person in practices around mindfulness where they really can understand what it means to really savor and just treasure being in this moment and where they can enter into kind of a flow state. And then the positive uh, future. This is what is referred to as elevating trajectories, where we can em- en- engage the person in envisioning what the future is going to be, uh, anticipating, and you know, confronting some of the challenges that they see. So this is this is what is exciting to me: is uh, how do we work from strengths? And people that have acute and chronic illness frequently forget that they have strengths.
1: Well, Barbie, that is. There's so much deep stuff here. It's just it's hard to get my mind around all of it. You did hit upon a couple things I wanted to mention. One was that coaching isn't therapy, that you touch on those pain areas, those pain points, and then we helped redirect the client towards their areas of strength. And as a coach, I do sometimes steer my clients in the direction of counseling or psychotherapy when I see that there's deep-seated issues that need to be unpacked and i don't go into the the pathology or whatever is going on for them say from their childhood they need to to deal with that in therapy meanwhile in coaching we can continue along a parallel path with a client who's in psychotherapy by dealing with the goal setting and the reevaluation that needs to happen to move forward right so i think that's a really good distinction for many listeners to understand is that we don't go to that place where psychotherapy goes and that does distinguish coaching from psychotherapy right. don't you think
2: oh, oh absolutely and I think that this is also another thing that's very important is we as nurse coaches in our community need to have our own interprofessional colleagues that we can uh, refer people to because you will have times where there may be uh, you know a, a client that just simply uh you can't work with, and this does happen. We've all been there. And to be able to not abandon that person, but simply to refer them, and then you know, looking for areas that do happen uh, within uh, the challenging situations that come up in people's lives, like divorce counseling, uh, sexual abuse counseling, uh, different kinds of relationship, uh, you know, around job and work. But again, that are going into that counseling. I would also say that as you begin to uh, work in parallel fashion uh, getting the permission from clients to begin to share what um, is being done in the coaching and I find that um, people that are going into psychotherapy that uh, the psychotherapist really uh, appreciates uh, having a note uh, from me to you know say what's going on in our sessions.
1: Exactly, right. And Barbie, I just want to steer us in a particular direction now in terms of, you know, say there are listeners out there who think, hmm, I'm a nurse. I could do this coaching thing. I'd really like to. Um, I could hang a shingle like Keith and be a career coach. I could become a health and wellness coach. I could get certified with INCA, or I could do Linda Bark's program like Keith did and still get my, my certification. There's so many different avenues to go. And how does a nurse decide if they want to, say, become an NCBC, a board-certified nurse coach? Uh-huh. Do they want to just, say, go to one of the health and wellness coaching organizations to get a health and wellness coaching certificate? What would you say to those nurses who are th- <laughs> now, they're now thinking and cogitating, like, hmm, which right. road do I take? How do I decide what to do?
2: Right. Well, one of the things I would certainly say is if they are a nurse, uh, how can you deepen uh, what it is that you're doing and finding joy in the work? And how do you uh, the the thing that's so interesting right now, we have uh, in a couple of our programs, we have six different nurses that have been through other programs that are health and wellness coaching, good programs, but they want to do it through a nursing lens. And this is why they are now with us. And they're absolutely thrilled because the approach that we have uh, deepens uh, the skills and the capacities that they have. So I would invite uh, people that are listening to go to our International Nurse Coach Association. And that is www.inursecoach.com. Uh, and send us an email and we will uh, be able to speak with you in person or correspond by email whatever your uh, preference is. So I think that is key to uh, see. And like, so you said, do you want to, you know, do executive coaching, job coaching or whatever, uh, through our nursing program, through, um, you know, other programs that nurses would choose, you you can develop any kind of um, specialty that you want. And I also want to say that the The program that uh, the nurse coach certification, it is a general certification because we see the role of nurse coaching across nursing. And then what people can do is then they can go into those specialties. So for example, right now, uh, one of our graduates, uh, her area has always been palliative and end-of-life care. And so what she is able to do now is she has decided to leave the agency that she was working for. She has established her private practice, and she is looking at uh, living uh, with dying and uh, helping people decide Do they want to move toward dying or do they want to stay toward living? And, you know, working that out, using all of those skills. Uh, So people can develop whatever they want. We have graduates that are looking at pain management. That's their specialty in the coaching. Uh, Looking at uh, cancer, pulmonary, all the specialties that we have in nursing. So there are a lot of different ways to go with this.
0: Well, there certainly are. And speaking of all of these ways, you, you mentioned Linda Bark earlier, and of course, we've uh-huh. had you on the show and Linda on the show together and uh-huh. separately. She's actually going to be on RNFM uh, within a week, I believe. So oh, whenever great. your show launches and then a week from now, then her show, you know, we'll be with her. Okay. So obviously great. you've talked about how you've worked together, at least in, in, to some degree. You've collaborated together with her. And, you know, what's going on now with the two of you? And then, of course, obviously, what what are what are some future endeavors? What what are because you're obviously the two of you together is just like talk about extending a reach. I mean, just Uh huge presence here. I mean, just today, just having you on and together. Oh, my gosh. Explosive.
2: (laughs) Well, what's so exciting about there is so much work for us to do. And uh, we are informing each other. We certainly will be working together again because in a very short period of time, we have to look at uh, revising the art and science of nurse coaching. uh, And we are very active in the American Holistic Nurses Association uh, together. And we honor each other's work. We also are involved in what is called the NCCHWC. And uh, this is an interprofessional collaborative organization. And uh, we serve on different committees. Linda is the nurse that really is uh, coordinating and keeping us informed uh, of what's going on with that group. And when I when I speak about the NCC, HWC, what that standards, Stands for it, it came out of the National Summit on Standards and Credentialing of Professional Coaches in Healthcare and Wellness. And uh, we were invited to that summit. Oh, my goodness, what was that? That was back in uh, er, uh, uh, fall of 2010. And it became very clear at that meeting that we as nurses had to get together in order to sit at that interprofessional table we had to identify within the profession of nursing what we saw our definitions and competencies as. And in doing that, then we have created a great deal of deeper strength. at sitting at the interprofessional NCCHWC table. So Linda and I are definitely uh, with our colleagues, uh, Darlene Hess and Marilyn Southard and Susan Luck and Bonnie Schaub uh, are doing a lot of work together. We're just, you know, all over the place, as we say.
0: Wow. You know, Barbie, I just have to I, there's no way I can capture everything that you said today. I mean, obviously, the listeners will, will get so much value today. I know that I have. I mean, I still have a lot of uh, day ahead of me in my in my work day, but I, I am so uplifted at this point. I just want to thank you so much for sharing everything such value, high value for the listeners for the community. I mean my eyes are just even more open not just today but I know beyond.
2: Well the, thank you so much and uh, you know y- y'all inspire me and that's what we do. let's let's keep on looking at this nurse coach leadership, that is an important for us to be at the table with so many ta- people to continue to focus on our strengths, you know, to dial up our strengths. Uh, every day we will be confronted with different kinds of obstacles or barriers. But if we can always begin to remember as you know, what is it that is one small step that we can take toward achieving just something in this moment and focusing on strengths, we just open up so many possibilities.
1: Well, thank you. You are such an inspiration. Thank you so much,
2: Barbie. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I just want to say it's a joy and I would love to come back with y'all uh, later on in the in our new 2015 and uh, certainly wish all of you, uh, both of you, a happy holiday season.
0: Well, thank you, Barbie. And for all the listeners out there, and of course, to let you know, Barbie, all of your social media links and websites will be embedded within the post, the podcast itself. And from the mobile apps, from everywhere, they can click on all of those links. And we certainly encourage, if if you haven't felt uplifted today in today's show, the (laughs) listeners out there, then you either need to turn the volume up or listen to it again, (laughs) or head over, you know, to to hang out with Barbie Dossie over at dossiedossie.com. And then, you know, just to find out more. And
2: www.inursecoach.com.
0: Exactly. And and
2: again, the name of that new book, Nurse Coaching Integrative Approaches for Health and Wellbeing. Right.
0: Well, Barbie, (laughs) thank thank you 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 so much. Such huge value today. And I just want to thank you because your time, time is precious to each and every one of us. And you spent uh, quite a bit of time with us today. (laughs) And I just want to thank you for that personally.
2: Yeah. But together, together, we can make all this happen.
1: That's right. Thanks, Barbie.
2: Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye.
0: Bye. Well, so to wrap the show, the the listeners out there, I want to just remind you, and I know it said it, I said it several times today and right now I'm in post-production. So I've, I'm kind of just spinning down the show and this is kind of my wrap up. And I just want to let everybody know that again, I think the value here, the value proposition here, I mean, it is just amazing. It is through the roof what we all received today from Barbie Dossie was just incredible. And here's a little like inside tip that I don't think many of you knew about, but so Barbie had sent out the books to both Keith and myself, but I did not actually get a copy of my book. Keith had had read the book or at least gone through the book. I mean, this is a very comprehensive book. I have the book in my hands as of today. I I checked the mail and it is in my hands. And what I can tell you is that this is a significant amount of information and I and and I don't want to sound like this is overwhelming, this is like a textbook. This is a resource. This is definitely a go-to, and the value in this book alone, I mean, this is just years of experience all in this book, and, and I'm just amazed. It's over 500 pages, and I know that might sound overwhelming, but I, it is chock full. Not that I've read it cover to cover, because again, I'm in post-production here, just kind of hours after the show, but what I want to say is that as a technology evangelist, I love getting my media, my content digitally. I have very few books around my office, around my home, but this is a book that is going to be on my bookshelf. I can't wait to actually get into the meat of it and really dive in and discover more about nurse coaching. So I definitely encourage the listeners out there to check this out, Nurse Coaching, Integrative Approaches for Health and well-being. You'll find it there on rnfmradio.com. We'll have all the links to barbie's social media platforms her websites and obviously to this book i encourage you to check it out anyway thanks so much for spending so much time with us today and again i want to encourage you please stop over to itunes leave us a an honest review and rating or any kind of feedback using the hashtag rnfm radio we really appreciate it and as always hopefully you found something today that moves a needle for you continue to innovate and create Find passion in your life and your career. Care for yourself while caring for others. And we look forward to having you back here on The Pulse of Nursing.